Hello and welcome back to the latest. In this episode, we are talking to Bing Jones from Insulate Britain. It's a spicy one, isn't it? It definitely is. So the Insulate Britain is the protest group that are currently blocking the M25 and other motorways. For the past few weeks, there have been multiple arrests. There have been high court injunctions. It has really split the public over whether to support or be against this protest. Bing himself told us he's been arrested five times, spoiler alert, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So... He he really feels about this, and he has some advice for everyone who wants to get involved. But um, no, we had a bit of a bit of a clash as well. <laughs> I wasn't letting letting him off the hook, was I? No, we wanted to make sure we were definitely questioning what they were doing and was it fair what they're doing? Because so their aims, their demands are that the UK government promise to fund and take responsibility for insulating social housing in Britain by 2025, and then that the government promises within to produce a plan. Um, to fund the low energy, low carbon house retrofit. And that's, uh, so Bing explains what that means. Um, And we put to him, if if it's fair, is it fair to block the motorways because it's causing a lot of disruption uh, and it's upsetting quite a few people. Definitely. It's a very serious issue. And I think, to be fair, we did get, into the whole insulation thing and what we can all do so yeah yeah definitely i think um insulation is something that i hadn't really considered in part of climate change or as part of a way to solve climate change so it's definitely a new way to think about it and something maybe everyone can work towards to reduce emissions and whatever you say about insulate britain they've got us talking about it They (laughs) definitely have they have got the attention of the country right now and i'm sure they have got the attention of the government even if they haven't had any comment back from them yet yeah, so here he is, Bing Jones from Insulate Britain. Yeah, so we're here with Bing from Insulate Britain, the climate protest group. Do you want to just explain a bit about what you're about? Hi there, guys. Uh, thank you very much for having me on your show. Um, yeah, so my name is Bing Jones and I'm a doctor, I'm a retired doctor, and uh, I'm just completely exasperated by, firstly, by the climate crisis, and secondly, by the just horrendous inactivity that the government has not done anything at the kind of scale and pace required. So Insulate Britain is a completely different sort of protest. We're really here to rock the boat. It's too late. It's just too late for anything polite. I've tried every single polite thing possible. So Insulate Britain is a bit different, right? We're going to we're blocking the roads. We're rattling the cages. We're saying, come on, uh, something's got to be done. We're, we're past being polite. Uh, OK, and we've got two major demands. One is that uh, the government um, actually does something real in the UK now and it insulates all social housing by 2025 and retrofits, that means wrapping up uh, really carefully, covering and uh, redesigning all houses by 2030, right? So this is 15% of the UK's emissions come from um, housing and there's a massive amount of misery from cold houses. Some of you guys probably live in cold houses. So um, please just, just just think this through. So what we want to do is we want to reduce emissions. We want to make hundreds of thousands of really good proper UK jobs, particularly for people who have to move from fossil fuel industries into a new sustainable sort of world that we're building. But the biggest thing is that we're going to hopefully um, 
lift millions of people out of fuel poverty, which is miserable. There are four million children in the United Kingdom, one of the richest countries in the world, that still their parents have to decide between food or heat. So this is a win-win-win, and we're, we're really standing out there. We're, we're, we're um, making a stand. Yeah, so Insulate Britain, they're trying to get social housing to be um, properly insulated. And so could you explain a bit about how you're going to how you're trying to go about that? So what are the protests that people have probably been seeing and hearing about on the news in the last few weeks? Well, the, the, the problem is that it's really hard to get into the media. And so um, peaceful but disruptive action has a really good long history. Right. It starts with you know, Gandhi and uh, the civil rights movement and the suffragettes. These are people who were all literally hated at the time. Um, Martin Luther King was, was really horribly unpopular at the time, right? But these things have made an enormous difference. You guys wouldn't have a vote. Women wouldn't have a vote if uh, people hadn't done uh, really disruptive actions, right? So there's a long history, it works. Uh, we don't like disrupting anybody. I'm a doctor. I've been looking after people all my life. I don't want to disrupt anybody. But we, we've got a, a really straightforward, honourable, moral proposal, which is to Hang insulate on. and uh, and um, uh, and look after people. I mean, you say you're moral, and I, I have to say I respect your cause, but is, is this the way to go about it? Is it not just, you know disrespectful to people a lot of people believe in climate change but think there are other important issues We've just come out of a pandemic there's huge inequality in this country which needs resolving in other ways there's so many problems why is climate change the one that um needs action on and why do you think this is why do you think this is a fair way to go about it because there's so many other noble causes trying to put their point across you know in a in a much less disruptive arguably fairer and um, just more civilised way. Tom, that's a very good point, all right? But there is no issue that even remotely comes near to climate change. Climate change is absolutely terrifying. And if I was your age, I would be terrified and I'd be doing something about it. I would find out about it and I would do something about it. Because if you don't, you are going to pay the price. And I'm doing this today for people of your age. And I'm sure you are all really busy. You've got your heads down, you've got big grants that you have to pay back loans and things. You're worried, I can see all that. But it's a bit like there's a factory and everybody's got their head down and they're working hard and there's lots of noise around, but there's smoke coming under the door because there's a fire. And somebody is, that's me, is walking around rattling cages and pulling on people's arms, spilling some drinks, saying, come on, mates, we've got to do something. This is a big issue. It's bigger than any other issue, and it's not being addressed by the government. So I'm sorry to disrupt, but it's the right time to disrupt. It's the right issue to disrupt about. And we're offering a very specific, particular solution, which is good for everybody. So what would you say to somebody that maybe supports your cause and wants to take action against climate change, but then also can't get down the M25 this morning and is late for work and can't get to work and bring home money to their kids? What would you say to somebody like that that is very conflicted between wanting to support you, but also having their livelihood disrupted? Uh, I would say I'm sorry. 
Okay, number one, I'd say I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. I would do anything not to have to do this. I have spent decades working really hard, doing every single thing. I've joined political parties uh, and the progress is zero. It's, it's, well, it's, it is not zero. There is, there is some progress, but it's just glacially slow. We've got uh, Sir, Sir David King, who's a chief scientific officer for the government, is retired, saying that we've just got a few years to go, that the government has to make really, really massive changes quickly. And the government is not doing it. Come on, you've got to open your eyes. This is not about being polite. This is about really serious issues which is need to be done fair? right away. Is that fair? The government does take climate change seriously. I, th I think... It's, they definitely do look at Boris Johnson he's hosting COP26 he's been in New York saying it's I mean whether you agree with his choice of words or not he's saying it is easy to be green it is it's good to be green it's good to take action on climate change he's just perhaps more pragmatic he knows that the government has a lot of priorities he knows that it's a difficult thing to do he knows that the economy's just been ravaged by COVID and he knows that ultimately it is expensive to insulate people's homes Tom, it's not expensive. It's cheap. And basically, not if you do every come, house in the country, is it? Yeah, no, sorry. It's, it's not actually cheap. It's going to cost <laughs> half, half a trillion pounds, right? But it's cheap compared to not doing it. All right. Boris Johnson is a past master at talk. And we heard Greta talking about blah, blah, blah yesterday. These people talk. He's a politician. He's done nothing. And he has he's a, he is basically making the situation worse. The government has been around the world trying to raise money to get um, from other yes. places to try and make sure that developing countries can take action on climate change. Yes, the, the government is um, the government is is doing a good job of forward planning. They're doing a good job of looking good. And uh, COP26 will happen. All right. But it won't do. Trust me. It will not come up with the goods. And our government is continuing to, to fund fossil fuels, um, to fund, to subsidise fossil fuels. They are continuing to cancel green home grants. They are continuing to build roads for lorries. They are not serious about uh, addressing climate change. You guys, you people who are students now, you should be really anxious about this. You should be looking really carefully, not at what people say, but what they do. And Boris Johnson and the, the, our present administration is doing almost nothing at the kind of scale that is required and the pace that's required. They, they are doing things. They, they've banned petrol and diesel cars from 2030. They've got clear net zero targets. They're working to meet them. They're doing as much as, if not more than any other nation in, in the world. That too, that too is conservative um, spin. If you look it's at it very spin, carefully, the, the, UK, the UK is doing about average. In we have reduced our, our carbon emissions largely because we got rid of coal because of EU directives 30 years ago and because we have exported most of our heavy industry to places like China so that we're still buying the things which pollute, but we're not actually... Um, we, we're not, they don't appear in our statistics. Our statistics also don't include shipping, uh, aeroplane <laughs> subsidies, or um, 
the 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 emissions that come from things that we buy that, that you need to be we need to be more critical of the government but anyway what what we're suggesting here is that we should do something at home which is tangible clear which people can understand which is to insulate houses stop them leaking heat out at the moment we've got the worst housing stock in europe for this uh, and it's something we could do quickly uh, and uh, make thousands of really good jobs uh, and as i keep saying we, we could make people more comfortable the elderly i personally have a very elderly mother and i've got a tiny newborn well she's six months old daughter all right and a granddaughter and you know, the, these people are vulnerable and uh, this is something that we could actually address so you're saying so insulating homes could you just explain how you get what is the link between insulating homes and reducing emissions and climate change like how how practically does it help to reduce climate change okay uh, insulating homes uh, would basically you the uk's homes are heated by cheap gas that's why we, we still have bad homes, which leak a lot, because our gas has been cheap. It's now increasing in price very rapidly, and soon it won't be burnable because it, we can't go on burning um, gas. So <clears throat> insulating homes, there are a whole series of different levels of insulating homes, but you can start just by rolling out that kind of uh, fluffy wool stuff in, in attics, and there's still an enormous number of our houses that are on the, the very lowest level of insulation particularly for poor people. But then you can get more sophisticated by doing retrofitting, whereby you then in improve the ventilation of the house, you put um, wall insulations on and you double or triple glaze. So there are a whole series of different levels and to retrofit a, an older house is expensive to do, but it pays back relatively quickly, both in terms of the carbon savings and in terms of the money. But then another real crime is that only about 1.6% of our new built houses are built to the highest grade of our um, uh, certification for insulation. This is it's just awful that the government has not uh, made uh, house builders go to the very small extra expense of building new houses uh, properly. Is your home insulated? You're good at this, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I am. You've watched a few interviews. Well, my I've watched pretty, one. <laughs> my, my home is uh, pretty much as well insulated as I, uh, as I can get it, but it's complicated. I live in an That's old house. And it really could be much better insulated. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I've made every effort that I can, and it's pretty good. Uh, so, but I, I would really love to have a proper grant from the government to make it really thoroughly insulated. And then my bills would be reduced by 90%. Wouldn't you like to pay, Tom, in your house? But why Sorry, should the I, government I, pay? Yeah, so, the, so it's half a trillion. And obviously, where's that money going to come from? And yes, yeah, should should it be the government that puts up that cost or should it be individual people for their homes? I think students should pay it, don't you? Well, the government seems to think so, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's I, a no, serious we, point, though. We, we can't afford it. Most people can't afford it. Obviously, a small number of people can. The real shame is that it costs almost nothing to um, to make a, a brand new home uh, into take it up to one of these standards of, of the passive house, which is a, um, a European sort of notion whereby 
homes have zero uh, energy requirement and that's really where we need to be we all our houses should have need zero uh, energy and can't afford it though either people can't afford it the government can't afford it the government's in billions of debt who there, there is no money at the moment is there who pays there's, there's always money and basically if you fail to if we fail to um address the climate emergency then the um the the expense goes up and up and up it was about three percent of GDP to fix uh, the climate crisis 30 years ago. It's now getting on for 30% of GDP to get it sorted out. Yeah. Look, you guys, you, you're, you're talking the wrong language. Basically, it's, students it's pragmatic. People, this is really serious and it's going to hit you hard. Of course it's serious. But if you, if you haven't got the money, if you can't feed your kids, how, how are you supposed to splash out for, for insulation? How can the government do that again if they have no money? And I mean, we'll go back, we'll come back to this, I'm sure. But going back to my original question, you said your home is insulated, but not as well as you'd like. Your leader was on Good Morning Britain and he did not have insulation. What, what do you have to say to that? Well, that was a really unfortunate, uh, punitive argument. And it's really sad. It's not. When, when, it's very when relevant. People, it's hypocritical. Uh, when people uh, blame the messenger, when the interviewer has got nothing else to do, but blame the person that's uh, on their, their show. That's really sad. And it's irresponsible journalism because uh, journalists should be after the truth, not after salacious, uh, juicy argument. And I hope that you guys will be more interested in the truth than in putting people down. Uh, and the, the, there's a lot of really nasty interviewing um, and uh, it's unpleasant to watch. So obviously back to the protest. So because that is what we want to talk about. We want to, people to want learn about the protest um, and hear about it from from you. Um, so if what what can students do? Are you do you recommend students to get out onto the M25 or is there a better way that they can protest for themselves? That's a really good question. Uh, and there are lots of different ways to protest and you sh everybody should start basically by informing themselves, getting beyond the superficial uh, media hype of, of things. Look at the facts, look at the reports from NASA, from the Met Office, from even the government's own Climate Change Committee, which tells us that the government is failing on the vast majority of all of its targets. It's just not meeting its own targets. So find out about it. Get worried, not too worried, but get worried enough to act. And people need to get in touch with their MPs. They need to um, talk about it. The biggest thing is if everybody talked about it, then this wouldn't be a problem. And we need to, you need to get in touch with your university. You need to, uh, to make, ask whether your university halls of residence are, are, are um, well insulated, whether your landlords in your houses um, are, what the EPC rating is of your houses. But really just keep thinking about it. There are simple, straightforward things to do, such as insulating houses. You need to find out about it. And, um, it, and, if, and, and really, yeah, join us. If you've got the courage, then join us or join Extinction Rebellion or some other activist. You've uh, got to be pretty courageous to run out into the middle of the M25 and rush hour, though. Yes. And again, you see this... this Put, putting uh, lives on the line. This, this shows that there are some people who are so anxious about this, 
that that they're willing to do it. I'm anxious about it. I don't want to do it, but I'm willing to do that sort of thing because... Have you been there yourself? Were you at one of those protests? I have been arrested five times in the last two weeks. I spent five days in a police cell and um, and it's horrible. I tell you, it's horrible. There's nothing more... Do you think it's worth it then? Was it worth uh, getting arrested? It's absolutely worth it. I wouldn't be here talking to you. I've been on Radio 4. Uh, I've done lots of talking. And I've raised this issue. The two main issues are that, that people are uh, that the climate change is far worse and more urgent than people think, and that the government is doing much less than they 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 should be doing, and that we have there are simple, straightforward jobs which can be done, such as insulating homes. And if we can get that that uh, argument over, even just on a small scale, then I feel I've done something worth it. So what what's the plan going forward? Like how long are these protests going to last and what is it you want to see for the protest to end and for you to sort of you know unblock for m25 all we want is the government to come and have a meaningful conversation our demand is that they come up with a plan uh, within four months to um to have a go at meeting these two targets that's all we ask is to talk so is that to four the months of protest or no. sorry no it's it is it's the government to come and say yes we will over the next four months try to come up with a plan uh, and if they can be convincing to us then we will get straight off the motorway but in the meantime there are a lot of people who are still completely uh, um, intent on going on um, with this protest mm. let me just put this to you and i'm sure you must have heard this before times a woman's been paralyzed because she had a stroke she had a stroke and then she couldn't get to hospital quickly enough because you you'd block the M25. The doctor said she could probably have had a minimal recovery had she been in hospital quickly. What, what do you say to that? Uh, it's an extremely uh, sad and awful story, if it is true. It is but true. As far as, I, as far as I'm aware, LBC have been unable to get back in touch with that person and it is unsubstantiated. But if anybody was in a similar situation, I would say they should call an ambulance. This person sat... But what can an ambulance car. do if they... There's always a hard shoulder on every motorway, and we've always made it absolutely clear that ambulances can so come through. Le- are you letting ambulances and emergency vehicles through? I have through. personally watched multiple ambulances come through our our um, things, our blocks on every single occasion. I so, think that's an important point to make then for people listening that it is emergency vehicles are being allowed through the protests. Absolutely. You've not got an issue with them. Absolutely not. Uh, and we've made uh, considerable efforts. Uh, and I personally have been involved in this sort of process for a long time. And every single time we go through a lot of uh, risk assessment and work it all out and, and determine it. And you should be also very clear that ambulances are very well organized and they deal with roadblocks and they deal with marathon runs and they deal with all sorts of things on a daily basis. I just had one, one last question. Thank um, you guys for have your help. You- can I just ask one last question? Has the government interacted with you much at all, your group? Have you heard much from the government yet? No, no. All we've Nothing. had is punitive measures and uh, injunctions, which uh, the majority of protesters have ignored. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, Bing. Thank you both very thank much. You. Well done. And good well, thank you good so much for your time. Thanks. We do really appreciate yeah. it. Well, Bing Jones from Insulate Britain there. <laughs> 
quite the guy. Yep, definitely. I thought he was very informative. Uh, he definitely knew what he was talking about and was definitely committed to the cause. Five yeah, you arrests. couldn't question his commitment. <laughs> commitment, could you? Most definitely not. <laughs> no. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode of The Latest. We'll be back very soon with another one. Yep, and thank you so much for Bing for giving us his time. He did give up half an hour of his time just to talk to us. Um, we do really appreciate it because it was so interesting to hear from one of the protesters who's actually been there on the motorway, what it's like, what he's doing, why he's doing it. So thank you very much to Bing.